When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend, offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards. So check them out at illuminatusbrand.com and on Instagram at team underscore Illuminatus. We're good to go. Today, we travel back in time to uh, April 20th, 2003. Digging uh, into the uh, the old reserves. 50 Cent was the, the biggest rapper alive. Get Rich or Die Trying had just come out. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, Nas and Jay-Z were still kind of beefing. Eminem had no deed yet. No, it was a simpler time. It was uh, 9-11 had just happened. We were all getting used to taking off our shoes at the airport. It's the last time our country liked each other. And apparently, this fella, Bobby Hemet who I know absolutely nothing about. I've never watched a video by this guy. So I was uh, browsing YouTube looking for new Space Weirdo Fridays. As you do. And uh, I wanted to bring some some color into it because black people just make things more fun. We got to be diverse. They're just more fun. Uh, oh. And so I had initially found a fun guy by the name of Brother Panic. Right. But his videos are like seven and a half hours long. His videos put us to shame. I was watching his shit, and I was like, yo, this is wild. This dude's doing, like, eight-hour videos. No one in this community has heard the phrase, brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. Everyone is incredibly long-winded. Yeah. I now, guess they got a lot of shit they're trying to get out there. If you're trying to reteach the history of humanity, it's going to take a minute. Yeah. He, Brother Panic's pretty rad, too. He eats in his videos just to piss people off. But uh, <laughs> So he, he directed me to our boy Bobby Hemmett here, and this dude fucking rules. I watched a few of his videos, and one of them— he had spent like 20 minutes just talking about Alex Jones and his documentaries. <laughs> so uh, I will say we got the the initial sort of opening screen here, and there it, there appears to be two handles of hard alcohol there on are. the table. There are. They drink it throughout the, the and thing. Which, like, maybe would, a bottle of ranch dressing. <laughs> I can't quite tell what that, that bottle off to the right is. Yeah, which I was like, yo, I'm invited to this shit. This seems rad. I'm going to go get blasted with these black folk and listen to him talk about aliens and shit. If the Catholics can drink wine as communion, why can't you just take shots of hard lick? Like booze is booze. What the fuck's the difference? Yeah, it's like, not actually the blood of Christ. The sacred uh, gift of Hennessy. So, uh, I mean, I don't really know where to go with this because uh, I don't know much about the man. We got Bobby Hemet, the prophet, spiritual warfare and physical reality. 
This is part one of nine. Yeah, his and his, it's a fucking hour long. His lectures are uh, so uh, this guy. Uh, he goes on for a bit too. Obviously, we're not going to do nine hours on no, him today. Well, no. we'll see how this goes and perhaps bring him back. But his entire catalog, and these are VHS, all on YouTube. Props to him. Yeah, the, every video from him is pretty much twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. I've got his uh, bio from PeopleFirstMetaphysics.com. <laughs> Who is Bobby Hemet, the premier esoteric lecturer slash educator? Brother Bobby Hemet is a scholar of esoteric and occult knowledge who has been. Oh boy. <laughs> He's a scholar of esoteric and occult knowledge who has been captivationist. For, for, that fucking spell check did not uh, exist when the site was made uh, for over 30 plus years. He's the teacher of many occult students like Brother Panic, Travis Magnus, Seven okay. Bomar, Brother Rich, Love Lift Life, and many more. He is a colleague of other master teachers such as Phil Valentine and Dr. Delbert Blair. I have not heard of a single one of those people. I hadn't either, but I love that we have an entire new family branch to go through. Yeah, we got a whole family tree we can go down. Uh, Brother Bobby is a raw, spiritual, and down-to-earth speaker. He decodes the mysteries that have been locked into the quote-unquote mystery system and brings the universe to quote-unquote black life. Fuck yeah. Most of Bobby's lectures are two to eight hours. <laughs> so that's the end of his bio. I did notice this comment uh, on it, though. We got uh, from Razin Smith, the funniest, the realest master Jedi in the whole universe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm a black Anunnaki Pleiadian Cherokee Venusian. Your work, uh, actually, I'm sorry, you work is near and dear to me with <laughs> random words capitalized throughout. Well, sure kind of like the way Schoolboy Q capitalizes his H's. H's. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how this guy types. Okay, I can dig it. Well, I feel like that bio taught me absolutely nothing, and the only way to learn about this man is, is to fucking jump into it. Is through his words. So uh, let's let's see what Brother Bobby Hemet has to offer. Yeah, you know, so, so we throw it out, we're going to do a long haul. So. We're going to do a long mm-hmm. haul. So. Try to pull an eight-hour. <laughs> do like I did in LA. I did a ten hour in LA. Why is there a fishing net on the wall? Are you doing this from a Long John Silver's? I don't know, but I like how he's doing ten hour sets like Dave Chappelle. I did, eight, I did seven hours in Houston the other week. Jesus. One day and eight hours the next day. I hope the diabetes hasn't killed him yet because I'd love to meet this man in person. I think I'd be pissed if I went to see someone talk and they talked for eight hours. My ass would be sore. Not if you were drinking yeah, Hennessy and listening to this dude talk for eight hours. But you know you can identify a real crazy person when they have backlogs of their speeches. Oh yeah, on VHS. This guy kind of looks like that black dude who gets uh, white dudes out of the clan. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. He also reminds me of uh, Uncle Ruckus without the eye. <laughs> Back in the 90s and stuff. Uh, but I, every At this point, the 90s was yet. three years ago. Uh, I know. <laughs> Boy, back in the 90s. Three years ago, man, well, it was crazier times. Shit was really different. In the Bible. Um, you know, in the Bible. You know, so, uh, Say it again. I like every now and then. Um, My favorite part is he does this like a stand-up set. A little like uh, David, but he's funnier. Yeah, he's kind of leaning on the mic stand. Yeah. Super casual. Uh, he's also got a similar uh, thing where he just kind of rambles for the first five minutes, um, apparently. Yeah, he's just doing crowd work. Because that's so huge today. The guy is so huge. Now, I'm not talking about 
If you put it, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Oshun as the Yoruba tradition. Although you can learn about. What Oshun word did he just Yoruba say? Oshun? Oshun, something like that. Damn, I'm so out of the loop on fucking black conspiracies. I, yeah, he's got a little. He's got a little black uh, Israelite in there, but without the anger. I just learned about like that black uh, version of the Masons like a month ago. I'm I'm really out of the loop on what they're they're into. Well, I need that, to catch up. That's why I felt we needed to expand because we have wrapped the news. But I'd like to hear from someone from that community who's a, a not little a little more competent. <laughs> yeah, somebody who doesn't live in a shed. I advocate to come out of all traditions, and you don't need to be following nobody. You don't even need to be in no organizations right now. It's amazing. You black know, people don't start more money, cults. You They're so hypnotic. Has there been a but black cult later? I mean, outside of like, did the black Israelites count? Yeah, um, eh, kind of. There's probably been a few. Time, but this is going to be a downfall for you people. that has got children over twenty. You got children <laughs> over twenty, twenty-five. You, you got children over twenty, twenty-five. Think about cutting them loose. Cutting them loose. Yeah, cut off your fucking uh, kids. Your kids that won't go get a job. Is that what he's going for? In this war that we got going on, they're going to send all kinds of obstacles to you. Word. They do. To keep you on shutdown and on lockdown. Oh, lockdown. Wait a second. Lockdown, you say. This is very prescient. How, yeah, this is gonna, this is very apropos for our current situation. I don't know if it's apropos or these motherfuckers have just been saying the same shit for a century at this point. I think it might be the latter. Let's remember, he listens to Alex Jones. Okay. And yeah, he's he a fan. Bad enough you got some waterhead kids 11 and 13, but you know, that's legal. You got to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> the judge told me I had to keep dealing with that. Yeah, this sounds like a personal grievance he's airing. <laughs> Man, <laughs> my fucking kid is such a lazy piece of shit. I got a bunch of kids living with me. <laughs> Won't even sell dope. You know the ones that's cool that flow with your stuff and is a doggone attribute. A doggone attribute. attribute. But all of the liability, you need to cut them loose because that's not... It's not being mean-spirited, what it is... No, is, throw your kids into the street, everybody. I'm going to be honest, more parents should listen to that advice in this current era. 100%. Yeah. Two entities, or two or more entities, mainly your family members, to hold you down. They're using our family to hold us down? I've always told you, you need to, like what one person was saying about your family, what you do to family. You need to cut family a loose. A loose. He's going like Stephen Molyneux on this. This you is a... Uh, Family loops. What does Stephen Molyneux call it? It's like defooing or some shit where it's uh, where you're leaving your family of origin or whatever. Yeah, I forget the exact term, but yeah, something along those lines, I believe. Now that is some like straight cult shit. Yeah, I mean, that's like cult 101 is you got to disassociate from uh, the people not in the cult. Suppressive people, as yeah. Scientology would call them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying, brother. I believe in the children. I believe in the children. Let's say what it is. Family is fucked up. That's it. You need to cut loose. This ain't no fucking all civil rights all stars in here. This ain't no all civil rights all stars in here. Because you know that the people, and that's the way the spirit does. It attacks you to the people that's very close to you. You ever hear someone who's been in prison for a long time try and, like, preach prison wisdom? Where, uh, yeah, mouse. Where, where they've just read, like, the, uh, what is it, the 48 Laws of Power? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 50 Cent put out an updated version that was the 50 Laws of Power. This <laughs> sounds like some 48 Laws of Power shit. 
where it's just like, beat your children and throw them in the street. You know, I think they're not is, an asset. That is kind of part of the black Israelite stuff, more so. Is uh, uh, cutting off your kids? Well, they have a lot of the prison wisdom in them, because I, <laughs> I think that primarily came from, like, prison. There is a bunch of, like, slick talk that comes out of prison, but when you really think about it, like, it doesn't really make a ton of, like, it sounds good, and then you really think about it, it's like, oh, that's just kind of nonsense. It makes sense when you're locked in a bar, locked behind bars in a cage, like, what the fuck else you got to do? It was kind of like, I, I read that, uh, the Iceberg Slim yeah, biography yeah, yeah. or uh, autobiography, I guess. And yeah, there's a lot of that in there yeah. where he's just like, you got to beat your host. So I was like, yeah, you do. Wait, I, think, what? I think that's like a re prescribed reading in prison. You have to read Iceberg Slim. Iceberg Slim and the 48 Laws of Power. Yes. Yeah. Maybe the Quran. That's why you can't go beyond things. Damn it. We've got to oh, play. This stuff. fucking useless Chrome plugin. Yeah. Do we need to like write a letter there? You know what? Actually, that got Rogan the other day when he had a. I think it was when Freddie Gibbs was yeah. on. Yeah. Because of family members. My point is, when they get in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, that means that these people are adults. In actuality, they're no longer your brother and sister and your sibling. What? The way the spirit world does, you incarnate and you get reared with a certain amount of social environment around you. Okay. And those particular ones act as a nuclear family uh -huh. for your rearing and your nurturing to go to adulthood. Once you become an adult, your spirit has nothing to do with the person that is your family member. Why? This is an illusion. <laughs> this, All that is, this is an illusion. DNA around you, around the soul, so that you. Does can he have know what the spirit. fuck he's talking about? Uh, this is so very uh, convoluted. If, if I understand correctly, we're talking about spiritual warfare, right? Apparently, your mooching children are actually hurting you in that fight. And then when they turn 20, they're magically not your family anymore. Once they become adults, you're no longer le legally liable for them. <laughs> so you are also no longer spiritually liable for them either. Okay. Experience during the time of rearing. But once you become an adult, you become your own universe and your own entity. Okay. So I don't exactly understand why that separates you. Yeah, neither do, do you I. Think, you, ever, you ever notice now? This is a guy who's had to pay too much in child support, and he's trying to come up with, like, a unified field, uh, field theory for not paying child support. Man, my fucking wife, she keep asking me for more money. Yeah, this is this is his argument in court Said when you he better doesn't go want to pay job. anymore. You, I see how he goes 10 hours. Have you noticed now that... Have you, you noticed now that... He does sort of talk cyclically. He's got freestyling preacher. <laughs> yeah, he's the supernat of uh, preachers. That is because you are a star child, as they would say. Okay. And you only use that unit to incarnate into to raise yourself up on the earth plane. I bet you Crooked Eye so knows who this dude is. Oh, shoot Frank a DM. Oh, I love Brother Bobby. You know the ones that's cool. You know the ones that flow a certain way and have a connection with you. Because they will always give you one or two children in the family that has a connection with you, and they be spiritual too. But then you will also have, and every now and then you get a whole What's family. What's the title of this? Oh, spiritual warfare real. and physical reality. Okay. Yeah. But most of the time, He's breaking down our, our realities for us. I'm trying to keep that in mind. Abandon like your children. <laughs> and please them. Become codependent. You see what I'm saying? All trying to please them. Your mothers, your fathers, or whatever. 
And this is one of the major things that's going on right now. now. I've never heard anybody separate family. spiritual family so distinctly from your real family. I've heard them use the spiritual family part, but I've never heard anyone be like, you know what, once you turn 18, <laughs> fuck your family. <laughs> now, based on the comment I read previously about the, the black Anunnaki Pleiadian, uh-huh. I do wonder if he's going to go like there's a spiritual transformation where you become an alien at a certain point in your life, and that's why you no longer have to worry about your family, because you enter your universal family. Yeah, it seems you leave your physical nuclear family yeah. and become an Anunnaki Cherokee uh, person from Venus. Yeah, it, se- it seems. As like, is the natural progression. Of it seems things. like he's implying your real family don't mean shit once you turn eighteen. That's uh, yeah, in so many words, that's precisely what he's implying. And from some of his other videos, he does believe we are aliens. Fuck yes. And another thing also, too, this, the knowledge that you get is for your spiritual aptitude illumination. Illumination. This knowledge has nothing to do for you to go back to teach your family members, and then they beat you over the head, and you don't understand why they don't get it. It's not for them to get. You think his family just kicked him out after he started talking this nonsense? I would. Can Can you imagine going to Thanksgiving? And someone goes on a 10-hour rant. <laughs> Not in a black family. About uh, that's the thing. This being is, from Venus. It's very different. If if you showed up to, like, my Thanksgiving and I did this shit, eh, people wouldn't really give a fuck. I mean, we'd be the ones doing it yeah. our, our respective Thanksgivings. But, but at, like, a black Thanksgiving, you come in here talking this nonsense, like, boy, what the fuck are you talking about? I do wonder how he ended up down this path. Because this is a... Uh, little bit Alex Jones, and then probably, I don't know, you know, the 90s was a big black... Uh, in, intel, uh, intellectual movement where they're kind of trying to be I like, you, you gotta had, read books, brother. You had the uh, the sort of hip-hop five-percenter movement. Yeah. Nation of Islam type shit was kind of, this This is kind of like the, the tail end of that, I guess. It was like the golden era of conscious rap. Yeah, except the conscious rap was nonsense. Yeah. It was. Now, <laughs> now, I can't tell you exactly where this came from because it had to come from a white person of some sort. I just don't know where. I I guess yeah I guess Alex Alex maybe David this has got the like a little sprinkling of David Ike yeah that's definitely he's definitely possible he he likes David Ike is for your illumination and why you need to go teach somebody anyway when you're still learning and you're still doing this thing because it's all research you see and that's why Word. I always say I never told anybody to call me a master I never right. said anything except about in your bio <laughs> in your bio <laughs> you refer to as a master so twice in well, one paragraph chess master it's got the the <laughs> FIDE <laughs> rating <laughs> my chess ranking so fucking low <laughs> I'm so bad at chess I mean how much do you even play I used to play quite a bit but uh oh, I was you gonna drink out the handle it looks like it. I kept losing to like nine-year-olds, and they would just talk shit to me in the chess app. And I eventually got banned from my initial account because I told some kid I was going to rape his mom <laughs> because I fucking missed. I had I had a fucking mate in two, and I completely blew it. You goofed. I fucked it up, and then kids started talking shit, and I got mad. <laughs> so Dick Fuckington is no longer allowed on uh, chess.com. D. Effington, however, is still allowed. So I might, if I can use an alias for Clubhouse, I'm fuck. I might use that one. Dick fucking, that's from Norm. I stole that from him. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ranked like 800, which is pretty <laughs> much like a second grade level of chess. Gold, basically, in yellow. The story goes that she had a, a white dress, and she used to wash the dress so much until the, the, the dress turned yellow. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Word. The Oshun, the elegant deity of wealth, power, and femininity. Oh, what's this person's name? Oh, he's trying to get pussy right now. That's what this <laughs> Anytime he brings up femininity. He's trying to get laid. Yeah, this is the, he's going to talk about the power of the black woman. I, I know this move. I guess that's D. You're not fooling anyone, Bobby. Uh, Badigo, Badio, B A D I E D R O. H to the Izzo. B A D J O. Nah, I got feeling Brother Bobby only listens to R and B. Yeah. Uh, other or maybe fucking early Jedi mind, mind, mind tricks. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, psychosocial. Well, He'd enjoy that shit. Nothing but just a lot. Since 9 11, stop carrying big suitcases. Oh, he's going full Baptist preacher. He's wiping his forehead down with yeah. uh, paper towels. So right now, Bro, you've been talking for five minutes. We're going to open up to a question and answer. Already? Uh, the question and answer right now for the people. Uh, Wait a second, like, we're in part one, and we're nine minutes in. He likes to start with the question and answer. Okay, so so he had to lead with, like, listen, fuck your kids, yeah, throw them out in the street. Fuck your kids. Any questions. <laughs> <laughs> let's say some things that, uh, that's, that's a feedback on... Um, a on the, oh, shit, the this was on 420? Yeah, yeah, it was. Song. Fuck. Number one, I have a tape called Music and Melanin that's floating around. Music and uh, Melanin, music, all right. Oh, music, maybe this is like a 5%er thing. It's kind of tiny. This could be like a Buster Rhymes. He pulls from a few sources. Like, uh, who am I thinking? KRS-One yeah. was part of that shit. Oh, I bet this dude loves KRS-One. I think... Uh, Primo was kind of in it. Primo guru. Like, yeah, I mean that, that would that make sort sense. of movement. Yeah, just Allah was there too. Yeah. So yeah. it, yeah, this this sort of the five percent are black Israelite. Yeah. Um, Not quite I as angry. Another thing also too. Um, There's a hotline. No matter how good. <laughs> Should Fuck. I call that number right now? I mean, it's not active at the moment, but we're about to find out. Uh. Pause. No, don't pause. Allow allow the people to see how the sausage is made. Uh, three one three. Wait, it's illegal to record people without telling them, isn't it? No one uh, snitch. Yeah, just don't tell. Fuck, yeah, I, <laughs> brother Bobby didn't pay the phone bill. I had a feeling that line was no longer active. Wait, three one three is Detroit. Everybody from the three one three. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, all what right. Music is. I know he does some in Atlanta music. too. He does kind of look like uh, <laughs> Bazaar from T12. Yeah, if Bazaar cleaned himself up, this is like Bazaar's dad. <laughs> but I can find artists from the 60s and the early 70s that wasn't on Motown, and their music has a higher pitch. But the Motown stuff was turned down low. That's why it's very guarded. And most of the black uh, uh, labels, especially as, you know, you had BJ and you had a couple other black labels, but... Then you had, in the 70s, you had... That's an interesting analysis. Yeah. That was run by big white labels. Uh-huh. But as far as all black labels, you had, you had the VJ Records from Chicago, and you had, those were the two main ones, and Motown. Stax was a white label. White people owned Stax. Uh, yeah. But it's it is interesting. interesting. I'm not sure what the point he's making. That uh, a lot of the mastering at Motown was done with the white recording studio. Ooh. Oh, well, the white so people mastered it. it white people master? master? You think that's a coincidence? Is, Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Because they didn't want black people to have control over the music. If they, if they, they didn't want black people who had their own business 
to have control over what was going on. So what would happen was... All right, now that is entirely out, true. Uh, yeah. Low, and there's certain octaves, it's uh, still octaves, going on. Octaves that you don't hear. This is what I'm not getting. He's there's talking octaves. about pitches. I don't know if he's going with, like, the, the 440 hertz shit. It seems like he's implying the white people mastered it and were putting in the sounds that are... I think he was saying the white people were inserting more bass sounds into ironic. the music. The white people were the ones <laughs> pumping the bass up? There, we created the stereotype, apparently. Now, the black for, people were trying to sing in falsetto. And... For a quick music history lesson, yes, this is exactly how white people set up the music industry to fuck not just black artists, but primarily all black the artists. artists. Yeah, but black artists primarily... Particularly in the rap game is, yeah, they own all your masters, and if you don't own your masters, you don't own your music. Yeah, you don't really make much money. In the actual music. And we, we go into that whole music and melanin thing. Uh, oh, we will. Thing. I uh, will find I, that I shit. I have to always turn Yeah, I'd be interested to do. Uh, the uh, Motown music when I'm playing it, because I got one of the, he, uh, uh, one of the best systems. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, of course, he's got a good system. Bragging about his speaker system. That clicks off. When the, when the frequency gets too high, it will click off. Okay. But all the Motown music, I can turn it all the way up, and, 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 and the system never clicks off. That's because it's recorded low. You see, that's because it's recorded low. That's, he's that's, complaining about the master volume level. I can, yeah, I can't tell if he's saying, like, the noise is too loud or if he's implying that the frequencies are too high. Uh, if you want an example of what he's complaining about, if you listen to, what's an album with a lot of clipping? Uh, Kanye's... Dark, beautiful, twisted fantasy. There, there's a fuckload of clipping in that album. That's essentially like the the volume just it, it's too fucking high. It peaks. Yeah. Now I can't tell if he's just like mad because he blew out his car speakers. It could be, but juxtapose Kanye's album. Go to like uh, Ace Hood's Trials and Tribulations. That's mixed low as fuck. I yeah. think that's what he's talking about. Probably is the well, difference in master volume level. And if he's talking about Motown, talking in the sixties, seventies, you're still doing everything on vinyl with by hand. You're not really using compressors, so yeah, you could mix shit way louder. I mean, like who was it? I think U two or some shit when they first recorded their albums would pretty much have it redlining when they finished it because they wanted it louder. I mean, they called it the the loudness wars. Yeah, that was a thing for a while where yeah. everyone was just trying to make shit as loud as possible. Yeah. I don't know what this has to do with uh, spiritual warfare and physical reality, but everyone's getting a nice music lesson today. So my guess is he's going to imply that they're controlling particularly black music and therefore controlling your reality. They're not allowing black music to be loud to be heard. Thus, we are in a war. So the white man mixes his music louder so yes. as to be heard. I, I guess. Damn, sure. I wish I could come up with these theories. Like, this just fucking asinine nonsense. I'll be, this is what I like about him is this is stuff I, I couldn't come up with. Like, half a David shit, like, I come up with that, bro. This, this is stuff, a, yeah. I'm not coming up with this. No, this is a hot take I've yeah. never heard. Is that Motown intentionally mixed music too low to uh, lower our, like, vibrational frequency? Apparently. And so my point here is whether oh. this has to do with anything. It <laughs> means that in actuality, they know, and that's one of the main keys, that... Uh, that your particular music and melanin is connected, and that is the key, one of the main keys to melanin. So the whole thing was they know? I, 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 I think his point was black have... people make better music, which I agree with. But Of course, they make all the good music, but I guess he was like, well, so what does this mean? They know. Which, music uh... and melanin. Uh, yeah, that was, I, I think he might have dipped too much into the sacrament prior to that rant, because <laughs> yeah. he really didn't tie that together at the end. That was no. just, uh, that was a frayed knot. He didn't uh, he tie that shut. He lost his train of thought. 
as well as water. We'll get into that particular water? aspect also. Water. You heard a lot about water the last couple of days. Water. That is one of the key crucial things and key crucial elements. This guy is bouncing all over the fucking so place. So right now we're going to open up the uh, floor. The floor. And, uh, Wait, hold on. Look at his eyes. Necklace. Look. His, his eyes look a little, little funky to you. I mean... He's, they look like they got a little crazy in them, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I think we're seeing the same thing. Dude's talking for eight hours. Do you think he's, like, normal? Uh, he's got a bit of, like, stimulant eyes to me. Oh, that's definitely possible. He's probably a little drunk, too. I'm pretty sure they were drinking before this started. I mean, a little bit little bit of Adderall, a little bit of booze. The Alex Jones uh, method. You start talking about... Motown music mastering. Maybe that's just like a side and, of, and water. Maybe that's just like a side effect of uh, booze and Adderall. Like you start talking about wild conspiracy theories for eight hours at a time. Oh yeah, if you mix the two, you're gonna yeah. say some shit that makes no sense for yeah. a long time. I mean, I guess you need something to go for eight hours. No one's doing that sober. I'm interested to see how he ties water into this. So, uh, water. Remember, questions are answers. So that's how you really get the. Ooh, questions or answers. Libations first. <laughs> okay, all right. Everyone's yeah. just gonna get yeah. fucked up. That's what we're gonna uh, call it next time. Libations. Where's sounds, my? Sounds better than hooch. Where's my libations? Uh, that's the elixir. <laughs> the elixir. <laughs> I wonder if that's why he has booze, because the white man invented water to keep the black man down. That'd be an interesting uh, thought. There's his water. Pour it into it. Your mouth. What, what do you mean you don't have anything to pour it into? <laughs> Where the fuck else are you going to put it? Everyone just drink from it like a chalice. Yeah, so give me a sip. There's a little bowl back there, too. Some kind of bowl. Bowls? Bowls? Give me a little bowl. He's going to make an ayahuasca ceremony out of Smirnoff. That'd be awesome. See, only black people do fun shit like this. David's never broken down his speech. Let's get some libations real quick, brother. Yeah, David's Universe. never blamed a race for music mixing and then <laughs> broke out the booze. Uh, <laughs> this is her stuff. The deal, she, she, she deals with yellow. Um, she likes sweets, honey. I got the pound cake on here. I got some candy. I got the peaches. I believe he's talking about one of the and, spirits. Uh, I got some, um, yeah, I think he's saying it helps your chi. We'll get into that particular part. Um, she likes... I've been giving her this alcohol. Who's she? <laughs> Whatever spirit he's talking about. I've been drugging her. <laughs> they all laughed at it. Because most of the people are going to tell you to deal with this, you're going to have to go and join a religion. You don't need to join anything. Just get drunk. Nothing. That's how we do it. Nobody from Nigeria, nobody from the continent, nobody from nowhere has access to Nigeria. Communing to the spirit world. So that's bullshit. <laughs> you have to join none of these religions or nothing because all you think he's shading the, the black Israelites? The planet are fragmented. I they are only a thinks... pale shadow of what they used to be. Okay. There's no. I think he's kind of borrowing from Mormonism, and then like everyone, except he's saying instead of after death, you becoming like the the star of your own universe. You're doing it in life. That's interesting. You By know. drinking peach schnapps <laughs> in the hey. back room of a seafood restaurant. And eating pound cake? Yeah. They rented out a red lobster. Yeah. It, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Who else would have fishing nets on the wall? What, is he going to drink out of this bowl? All right. The bowl he just pulled out is like what you put a Christmas tree in. Yeah, that's a big-ass bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. My grandma, mama, I'll tell you about how she hit the turkey under the, 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 the turkey under the bed Thanksgiving. 
What? We was into this hiding shit from us. You know, we was <laughs> And then, you know, she was into the hiding things. So she she hid the turkey under his bed? Oh, I said, damn, mama, mama. Remember when that whole turkey in it? In it <laughs> Bro, I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to follow. This has nothing to do with anything. It's just funny. Hid the turkey under the bed. I think his mom has dementia. When we get up and all, you know, so she hit the whole turkey. Now, she was smart now because she, she was a thousandaire. One of the million there, but she had big oh, money. She thousandaire. Okay. So, she had big money. Thousandaire. <laughs> so what we would do, she used to teach, teach school. And we knew that if we, get, if we go in her room and we find money, it's ours. She never remember it. What? So she we, couldn't remember it. Maybe you're right on with the dementia thing. Look, if you're putting a turkey under a bed, that's not something uh, like you do normally. Maybe she thought like the body heat from her sleeping on the bed would partially cook the turkey. I think he was implying that they thought she was doing it to be funny. But yeah, I think she has dementia. If you put a cooked turkey under your bed, unless it's like some weird occult ritual I'm unaware of. Yeah, I think you you got to take that person to the doctor. Yeah, that, I guess no wonder he says like you should abandon your family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my brother was hiding turkeys under my bed. I have to cut him off. And try to find money. Then she's like, oh, yeah, you can't get my money now. Tied up on a stocking, tied on the bra. But every now and then, you know, she'd forget and she would lose one of the money bras. Lose one of the money bras? This dude's just talking about robbing his mom. Yeah, this is rad. High school. Or whatever, and try to get in that room and try to hit one of the money bras. <laughs> He's stealing his mother's bras, hoping there's only in the money bras. Hoping there's petty change in it. Never worry about it. She got I'm one of the people, fortunately, I'm one of the people that grew up wealthy and ended up my adult life with a vow of poverty. Amen, brother Bobby. Me too. You know what I'm saying? And then they raised themselves up. I guess I that's how he got around. into this. Yeah. He went broke. We had money and all that. They, they ran out of money, bros. You get that money, bro. You know, in the house and stuff like that. No, so she, I remember she put that, that under the... Man, this dude should have been doing stand-up. So we used to live by this open field, so in, uh, uh, down south, and these rats would come up in the house. And so I had a friend that was an expert on catching rats. <laughs> He's going on a bit of a longer tangent than I expected. Uh, at, at this point, his rant about hiding turkeys and stealing from his mother was almost as long as whatever that initial rant was. So he taught me art. Now don't ask me to come kiss some fucking rat. So he taught me art. This nigga was so good, he could, take, he could catch birds in that. What the fuck does this have to do with anything? A nigga can catch a bird in a rat. <laughs> they say a God takes nothing and makes something out of it. There you go. In okay. The in the Lord and he a God. This nigga would catch birds with rat traps. <laughs> so he taught me the art of catching rats. He catch birds with rat traps. So people would call him all over the town and pay him to come up in there because it's like he'll set a rat trap. As soon as he said it, he'd start catching these rats. So he taught me that, and I went to my grandma's room, and I, she said, Bobby, she called me every five minutes, Bobby, come, come get the crap. But she didn't so much food up in the damn room, because she had to move all the rats. Oh, the rats were going for the turkey under oh, the bed. okay, all right. And that's not, you see, 
everything is spiritual. This is a gr- there it is. Because I talked about her the last time I was here because she's back on the earth plane. She died in 1990. Okay. I but killed her. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. See, I used one of the traps. <laughs> so she, she was too vain. I said, brother, you want the taste of human flesh? I'm a school teacher. So she was too vain to go on and make the passage over. So she just went to certain family members' house. So she used to drag her feet. Yeah. And I, I talked about this the last time. And uh, the Monday, the, they buried her on a Sunday. That Monday after everybody left, my mother's in the house by herself. And she hear her dragging her feet. She said, oh, you don't have to get the hell up out of here. So she went to my brother. I got another brother. This feels like a, a Bernie Mac skit. So his dead mother was haunting his relatives by dragging her dragging feet. Her feet. <laughs> he laughed, yeah, they drowned on my stage. Oh, he can see her. Okay. At least I'm. I, it seems like he's blaming her for this. <laughs> I think so. Into the juju. All right, hold on. I need like a moment to decompress. I'm trying to, I'm trying to take this in and uh, process it into something. I'm not entirely sure who the Bone Man is. I'm guessing he's some sort of like witch doctor who's going to get rid of his uh, dead mother's spirit. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is implying that his mother died and was haunting her house. Well, I think I know why he's poor. He's hiring Bone Men <laughs> to get rid of ghosts. This is a crackhead he met on the street. Ah, uh, yeah. This is a wicked set, though. This is yeah. He's killing. He's, he's killing crushing. in that room. So she called down home and they told her what to do. He's definitely so done this set before. Oh, they, I mean, this is back in the day when when you weren't really recorded most of the time. You could just go around and repeat the same shit over and over again. Well, now Bobby, Bobby recorded everything. I wonder if he was releasing these. I wonder if you could uh, buy these VHSs. I think you can go to. I think if you go to his page, I'll I'll post a link to it. Uh, he's got a Patreon and some shit. What happened to the so, part where they were going to drink? Maybe they're doing off camera. I just learned how to be quiet. Just like the movie Ghost. I just learned how to be quiet. I'm like, well, damn, okay. And so recently, my brother was fumbling through a lot of papers in his basement uh-huh. and found her, her obituary. He took that obituary out. She started raising hell. He put it in the car. What? He shot it out all his fuel system. Was it a shitty old bit, you think? Why Why is he not blaming his shitty electricity instead of his dead? Everything he's mentioned is an electrical problem. Because it's easier to the say. The lights kept going out. The maybe, TV got flipped on. Maybe he just really likes blaming his mother. Uh, nah, it's not the electric bill. It's just mama fucking with me. He's black Ed Kemper. Yeah. All his problems come back to his mom. His mama. He put it in the garage. And the garage door came off the hinges and blew up. Another electrical problem. This happened in, um... Just like David. This happened in, um, March. It's now and April. I said, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. I said, uh... He said, what you think it is? I said, I'm scared of you. <laughs> I said, um... Kick it. 
She can't take the fact that she's dead. He's really pissed she won't disappear. Mama's so mad she died. That's a great sitcom. A ghost who hates that they're dead. <laughs> and they freak out anytime you try to read them their obit. It'd be, a, it'd be a good, like, buddy cop comedy type thing. Coming up on CBS, we have one psychic and his mother, and she Dead just mother. won't go away. <laughs> but I say that because when I asked her to follow you, well, what the hell, why you back now? You've been silent all this time. She said, because it's time now to be back. So there's ancestors now. Though he's talking to his mother. His his dead mother. His ghostly mother. Especially if you see them in dreams. Uh Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. If you see them in dreams, those are ancestors. And that's the realm where they come. There's a whole book, Dead People in One's Head. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was the rule. If you see them in dreams, they're ancestors. What is it with these fucking people in dreams? I mean, before the internet, how else are we going to come up with this shit? I guess that's true. Apparently, by mixing the nine different alcohols on the table and drinking it out of the crock pot. I mean, look, that's how we know where our roots come from, because that's how we would do it. Was 2003, was that before Absinthe? The original formulation got banned in the States. Uh, he might be creating some weird, like, wormwood-type shit. He's doing some sort... I think he does sell, like, an elixir or some shit. If he still sells it, we gotta buy some. Or is uh, it, yeah. like, one of those things where it's $500 for a shot of his... Uh, we'll have to check his website afterwards. I don't remember if it was obnoxiously expensive, but it was I mean, funny. most shit from these people is typically yeah. a bit overpriced. That's when you start seeing them in dreams. Why is it you didn't see them? You start seeing them in dreams right after they got... I mean, probably because they died and you were thinking about them, but (laughs) probably because the the emotional trauma that was caused by their death. But I like the idea that they're haunting your dreams. That was scared. I have to. I got a stigma now because the last time I was in Detroit one summer, a damn pants was unzipped, and I left it for damn near thirty minutes. And motherfucker just like. I think I thought he just called this stigma an STD. Oh, no, he is talking about an STD. No, he, he was saying he was lecturing with his dick hanging out for 30 minutes <laughs> before he realized oh, I thought his he was, dick was hanging out. I thought he was saying stigma and thought he was, like, talking about an STD, and I was like, that's not the right word, bro. No, he was saying he has a—stigma is not the right word, but he, he has a fear of lecturing with his fly open because he did it the last time he was in Detroit. And Bobby's packing heat. Of course he is. He, yeah. he didn't do that on accident. He yeah. thinks he's got a huge dick. He's he trying to show off. off. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to get laid. <laughs> you have a fucked brother with a 10-inch dick, sister? <laughs> hey, he's crushing. Crushing. I'd love to know how many people are in the room. <laughs> I don't know, maybe what, 20, 30? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but anyway, uh, anyway, uh, there's Y'all motherfuckers like sex. <laughs> <laughs> going on with the dead. The, the, the realm of the dead. What's that? Damn, Damn Bobby. You really, he, he, he's a man who likes his commercials. Do you think YouTube is just rebelling against the ad blocker? Uh, apparently the new shit, like you block Origin, is not what the cool kids use anymore. I don't uh, remember the name of the new one, but yeah, I, I, I got a brother Fine. younger. That, he driving the car. And he see he passed by. And see his fucking self walking down the road towards him. 
What? <laughs> Dog, your brother's so hallucinating. What is, we all rise to a certain level. It, but you think has anyone pointed out his family level. sounds like it has a tremendous and history of mental illness? Level. No, but that explains <laughs> the eyes. Now stick with me because we gotta go into this particular wall. I'm sticking with you, brother Bobby. Yeah, we're we're, we're riding this to the end. I couldn't. I mean, it was like a sedation. It was like I took the blue pill. He blue pilled himself. There's two wars going on. There's a spiritual war. We know that, and there's a physical war. Hey, we're hit the title. The devil talked about the distress signal, and he talked about your boy. Uh, what's your boy on the tape on? Your boy, Richard Holman. Oh, oh hey, okay. Go. Man on Mars. He's into the OGs. Yeah. Losing the spiritual war. We're gonna get into all this. How much do you think we'd have to pay to get him on? Into all of this type of stuff. Uh, it depends on if we're paying for the physical Bobby or the ghostly Bobby. I think he's still alive. I got like 40 bucks in my wallet. <laughs> oh, I'll pay a little more than that to get him in. We, we can take our, our ad money. <laughs> the, only community I, the only community I want to be in more than the Australians is black folk. Talk that shit. He got some Charles Barkley in him. Voice yeah. wise, yeah. He he mush mouth a little bit. This is how you get him. This is how you get him. The first thing they'll do, they'll jump back. Our people look crazy. They jump back and they have all this. And the first thing the conscious people, oh beloved, beloved, sister, brother, brother. No, the person don't do that. You get nigga on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> this dude rules. <laughs> and it throws them off. And they're like, damn. I'm going to steal his act word for word. <laughs> I'm going to go do this. <laughs> it would probably crush. I told him, I said, fuck that hoe. I said, that hoe won't go downtown in a white hoe. This is chaotic in a very beautiful way. In none of the other videos did he start cussing like this. I, I think he's fucked up. I think they're all drunk. Like he's got uh, that that certain little slur kind of like yeah. pitch bendy thing going on with but his he's, voice. He's got the drunk energy though. Yeah, he he's yeah. at a nice drunk. He's at yeah. a good level. Yeah. Another few shots, he's gonna get sloppy. But I mean, this goes another eight parts. Ooh. I said, because we up in here beating. Think by the answer. It's kind of like he's speaking in cursive. Like each word just, just flows into the next one. He maybe just starts speaking in tongues. It's due to make a great interlude. And take your shit around black people because right now we don't think nothing is or she go around white folks, they got a certain protocol, and niggas don't break that protocol around <laughs> white folks. Because number one, they don't want to be seen as being uncool around white people. Uncool. So black people, niggas show their ass. <laughs> Is that what I mean? I mean, I guess that's so actually not be, untrue. It's code switching. Yeah. Right now. There, there are some down. universal truths in the man's preaching. I also do want to meet some of these dudes just be like, I agree with you on white people, 100%. Because she's going to jump up in the middle of the shit, answer me, damn it. I feel really stupid because the audience is very clearly following along perfectly fine. And I'm kind of struggling. Now, I think they're familiar with Brother Bobby. I don't think this is the first time they've met him. Um, yeah, I, I would hope for their sake they didn't accidentally pop into this <laughs> thinking I mean, it was going to be something else. Look, this routine is pretty well ironed down, so I, I assume this isn't the first time he's done it. 
But uh, I believe he's doing these sick bits to lay the foundation for how our reality is being manipulated. I guess he, he's probably trying to loosen up the audience to make them more receptive to what other wild shit comes in the next eight parts. He's got to let the liquor kick in before he asks for money. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> the girl said, well, I said, look, I done answered this woman five times on what you want to hear. If he says he said, slaps once, this woman. Ten books, and not once that she was there right now in the book. I said, that goddamn bitch is not trying <laughs> to know. You want to show her ass. She wants to show her ass. Niggas get mad because they be thinking in their minds, how come I don't know this? Word. They get mad if they can be a person 30, 40, 50, 20, and don't know something and they're getting frustrated with themselves and being ignorant so they want to goddamn level you. It's everyone else who's wrong. So that's why there's beef in the black community, because they're just mad they weren't able to learn this information. Yeah, they're not as elevated as Bobby. Yeah, which so he's trying to teach them. So they're angry and showing their ass. <laughs> in, 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 um, Buffalo. in Buffalo. Buffalo. He Shout out, me. Griselda. I said, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I told him to suck my dick. <laughs> what? what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? I said, suck my dick. <laughs> what the fuck kind of spiritual preacher is this? Nah, he's my new fucking spirit guide. I need this dude to be my guru. This is uh, it, it's an interesting move for a preacher to invite someone to suck their dick. Well, I think he was getting in beef with someone because that bitch wasn't trying to learn. No, he gave her ten bucks and she wasn't trying. Yeah. But see, I came and I'm dropping all this. But when I started off, I had all this, I had all this bibliography and all these big words and all these books and all this stuff. And I was giving all this and I had all this bibliography. And he's gonna jump up like that, see? Like he's gonna challenge me on that. Yeah, he's hammered. This guy is an intellectual. He's not gonna get ignorant me. Get ignorant with me. I'm gonna get killed up in here. <laughs> he gonna kill this ignorant fool. I'm looking at something and put him in shock. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think why I do that. The timing is really man. good. Yeah, he's, he's, His pauses are fucking professional. He's uh, he's definitely got one of the better cadences we've heard of all the the. Spe- he's a dynamic speaker. Yeah, he's much better than Corey. I think he's better than David. He's certainly funnier. He's definitely blacker and funnier. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely way funnier. I think uh. I think he he might just be a really good speaker who doesn't really have a lot to say, but the way he says it is good enough that it it works. I mean, I've I watched a few other ones, and he definitely gets into like specifics and shit. This is the only one we that just I watched. To click on his his stand up hour. Yeah, this is the only one I watched where he's just kind of breaking down in a diatribe. But uh, he can get into the weeds. We'll see where he goes with this. But he's crushing. <laughs> Agent provocateurs. So when I was in Houston, probably I went to Houston in 2000, they said, well, there's a woman that comes to all the lectures and doing questions and answers. She puts all of the speakers into a frenzy and she throws them off because she asks all these questions. Kind of looks and like Biggie. Takes over the lecture <laughs> like a, I'm trying he to, he looks speakers, exactly he like someone and I can't fucking place it in my head. Disrupting. 
Jason Whitlock. That might be it. That actually, he's got like Jason Whitlock with Bismarcky's body. Yeah, yeah, and a mustache. Damn, they sent a government agent into his forms. Oh, the feds are asking questions. Well, I got a problem with this. I look like I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I beat her down so bad. He said he beat her down. I think he meant uh, verbally. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I, think he. I don't think he like hopped the podium and just started whooping someone's ass. At I thought his, he put uh, a lecture. Fu- I thought he put a fucking uh, because I got high. Fucking went and just punched that bitch during his set. <laughs> yes, Afro Man was. Afro Man, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was playing his guitar, and some lady jumped on stage to try and dance with him, and yeah. he fucking decked her. Punched her right in the fucking face. I thought Bobby just like came down. Bitch, stop asking these questions. And she don't see a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, she, <laughs> she went back in the damn hall. I swear to God, I didn't know this turned into just a set. So your cover is blown. It was destined to be. We had originally selected a different video, but there was like a weird staticky hiss in the background we didn't yeah. want to put up with. So yeah, it was a little irritating. But I do like destiny that and fate have brought us to this. Now he is. This is how I do know he listens to Alex Jones because he's talking about yeah, an agent provocateur and the Fed trying to infiltrate his discussions. He didn't exactly explain his reasoning for why he thought she was an agent provocateur. Well, or she was white. Well, she was in his forms. And yeah, she was white. Oh, okay. And asking all these questions. Like, bitch, what you asking these questions for? You fit. What happened to the question and answer section he promised uh, oh, he 20 meant, minutes ago? He meant he was going to ask questions to himself and answer them. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see, so, that's, so, so don't get me wrong. Ain't nothing uncool. I've been doing this for 11 years now. And I know the game is going down. They will send certain people to disrupt. Right. And Amen, brother. You see, we had three conferences in Atlanta. And every time some drunk man will stagger, white man will stagger into the thing, drunk. And, and first he said, well, he's a drunk white man. He don't know what this is. They did it one year, the next year another drunk man comes, the next year another drunk man comes. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm so drunk too. Yeah, he says in, uh, completely non-ironically from behind a table that looks like a bar top. Yeah, now he's not staggeringly drunk, but I like that he's just like, man, these white people keep showing up drunk to my... My speeches, I think they're trying to <laughs> trap me. Uh, the idea that the FBI is sending hammered white guys <laughs> yeah. to try and disrupt his uh, his lecture. No, don't worry. We sent a drunk you white man. white man comes up in there. You see, they send things like that. But even if it don't work, they disrupt certain energy. So you got certain people who come up and disrupt energy. So when they disrupt the energy, you got to damn take that sword and cut their head off. It's Metaphysically. So yeah. This is scholarship to the utmost, you see. So we're bringing advanced knowledge, putting it on a layman's terms. Uh huh. And you do that with a few curse words here, a few jokes here. Word. Amen, brother Bobby. That shock. God damn, Bobby. That shock. Why is Jane Goodall in a commercial? I thought she died. Not until we kill her. No fool. Or one of the monkeys gets it. A uh, 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 fool comedian that don't know nothing. Right. You get slayed fucking with me. <laughs> All right. Now. Yeah, you're right. Go to question and answer. No, now we're going to question and answer. Somebody coming up. They got problems with shit. 
And I'm getting ready to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who missed that, some of the audience just like, uh, when are you pouring libations? <laughs> Where are the libations at, brother? So, you know, but that's why I say that. Now, let's pour the libations and get this thing on. We start with the Apollo. <laughs> and, um, damn, you don't have, there ain't no blackboard here, is it? Hmm? I, I can get it. I, I have one about half hour. For half hour, cool. That's, that's good. That's, that's enough. That's good. Okay. Let's pour the libation and get this thing on. I'll do about one or two of these. We got water in here, so this is symbolic. Okay. All right, he's making his elixir. All right. El Cristo Negro. I said, I said, teach him a I said, teach him a muerte. My future's in tranquility. Thanks for going. Can't understand anything he's saying. Uh, he's speaking a different language. And they're replying. So he's he's pouring water into a crock pot. Will they all bless it? <laughs> it's some sort of chant. Recitation. Matumbo. Yes, I think he's just reciting Houston Rockets players from the 90s. <laughs> he's just saying their starting lineup. <laughs> Matumbo, Kenny Smith, <laughs> Akeem. All right. Got a few we got to get with. Get this thing wet. Okay, Lamino. <laughs> this is a long ass fucking refrain. Yeah, this is a uh, uh, lengthy incantation. And he hasn't added any booze to the mix yet. So far, he's just got a pot full of water. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that had anything else in it beforehand. He said more water. <laughs> oh, okay. No, he meant vodka. Okay. Oh, Jesus, he's still going. How do they all know what to say? I don't know, but he's not really giving them time to, like, chant back. He's kind of talking over them. I guess when you got to get through a 10-minute spell, you really just got to go <laughs> get to it. Yeah, it is a hell of an incantation. You think they could have trimmed it a bit? Mamu! Astarte! Astarte, because the day is Easter. That's coming from Astarte. Remember, we're going to deal with Astarte. Uh, Ishtar, that's what Ishtar, Ishtar, and Anana, all the same, and Oshu, all the same complex. Okay. Ishtar, Anana, Aphrodite, Oh, he's just yelling out random deities. Yeah, I think that is what he's doing. I think, like, Ishtar, Aphrodite, I think he's he's just summoning the gods. Does he know Aphrodite's a white woman? Oh, I'm sure in his mind she's not. That's true. Much in the that's same true. way Abraham Lincoln was a black man. That's true. He, that's why he fleed, freed the slaves. Jason? I think he said Medea, too. <laughs> you think he's just trying to see what he can slip in? <laughs> Big Mama's house. <laughs> yeah, he's not giving him time to say anything. <laughs> no, he's just shouting names into a microphone. They're all into it, though. They're really into it. They're having a good old time. I don't want to take away from their fun. No. Uh, I'm fascinated to see where this goes once they all get drunk, though. Because we're already... Yeah. This is... I would qualify this as fucking off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, for being like, what, 20 minutes in? Uh, we are at the halfway point. Yeah, it's... Uh, the, for having another, like, eight hours of this, yeah, I think it's uh, going to get pretty sloppy. I kind of want to just see what 
part nine looks like. <laughs> it's just going to be everyone on the floor. <laughs> Newt? <laughs> if your prayer takes this long, you got to find new God. I'm not praying for longer. Like, you get 15 seconds. I pray with a shot clock on. Do you have to, like, give a shout out to every deity? I, he's hedging his bets, I guess. I, I, feel, I If you invoke all of them, one of them's going to answer, right? Like, I guess. Usually you try and dial it in a bit. Yeah, usually you sort of uh, pledge allegiance to one. Hold on. Okay, let's Trying to remember this off top. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Give me a phone book. I'm just going to start yelling <laughs> names. Oh, he's got a list on paper. Jesus. He either brought scrolls. What if this just goes on for the next half hour? I'm going to be wildly impressed. Because I don't even know what they're already saying, but they're they're doing something. I didn't know there were this many gods. I mean, I guess we're m witnessing a magic ceremony of sorts. They are blessing the libations. I think this magic s ceremony is entirely of Bobby's invention, because I've never heard the one where you mix a bunch of booze That's true. and yell names. This might be a proprietary formula. <laughs> yeah, I think he's working on his own uh, Necronomicon. This is what he figured out in prison. <laughs> Just few a few more. more. Okay. He meant pages. <laughs> Anunnaki. Yeah, he's just yelling out random shit. Xi Jinping. He's trying to get that China plug. Okay. Jesus. Oh. Right. There can't even be that many deities left. He's <laughs> no, fucking he's, been rattling these off for five minutes. He's making it up at this point. Hulu, Ubuntu, Netflix, <laughs> Windows XP. <laughs> oh, finally. I never have a bad lecture in Detroit. Amen. Detroit was very fucked up. That guy who a asked for the libations freedom. ten minutes ago is you know probably getting a little frustrated. Motherfucker won't even pour me a drink. Iraqi freedom. How American. Crazy. No. No. It's time out for black people not using their minds. You understand what I'm saying? All right. You can't get a damn nigga to come out. Fuck the Muslims. To do nothing when it comes to black. But a white man can tell him to go over there and fight another black man, and they'll go without question. So no, That's we true. don't need to support. I don't even need to support this stuff. Now, we're 2003. So I don't need to support nobody who don't have some reserve Going around this doggone world fighting for this cracker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now they had two Preach, brother. million white people. I ain't fighting for no cracker either. No, a million white people in Britain turn out for a march to oppose the war. You know how much a 
Can you imagine what a million people look like? Does he not know about the million man march? It's a made up lie. That's a hard one for a black dude not to know. You think you think he would have studied that at some point? Especially because he was probably like alive in the sixties. I see the Alex Jones in him now. Now that he's angry, yeah, the rage is really stirred up. The anger and alcohol. This is very Doctor Sebi. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta raise your intellectual level, brother. Eat some sea moss. <laughs> who fought on the front line were black. And the distress signal was also they lost three times more than what they pay they lost. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know I this do. thing was a trap from the get-go because they never showed no black soldiers going to war. Every time Don't you see soldiers going Is to war. Is he saying the Iraq war was made up to kill black people? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he's also just saying they send black dudes to the front line and underreport the numbers. <laughs> it's very Vietnam of him. That was great. Some people benefited from going to the service because the simple fact they got to go around the world when people who went to college can't afford to go around the world. Right. Amen, brother. So that was a benefit. You know what I'm saying, for brothers and sisters and all. But my point here was, when they had that last Gulf War, uh -huh. the one in, in, in 91, that was a signal to tell black people, you need to leave that alone. Because these crackers can up and wake up one morning, and the next day you'll be over some other place fighting for them. This is very so true. Is, <laughs> this is incredibly true. Official, you see what I'm saying? I wonder if he's got any Black Panther connections. This is uh, very Panther-esque. I don't know that they'd want to associate with his ilk. Well, not at this point. I mean, like earlier in his life, because that would explain oh, yeah. that would explain some of the the Black excellence and whatnot. If his dementia-riddled mother was a Black Panther, like I could see dementia Black Panther leading to this. Yeah, it that's sounds what I mean. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tupac's mom with dementia. Just <laughs> freedom and all this time, and you concerned about a nigga going over there fighting because that same nigga will go to Africa. Yeah. Really? And they already done made the movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> they already done made the movie. Rising Sun. Right? Is it already? It, it came out already. Yeah. About Bruce Willis fighting in Nigeria against the evil Nigeria. Nigeria. And the only thing that not, uh, Bruce, only thing that the only thing that makes one of these things evil is the government say, okay, now. We got a new enemy. Put it on the news. This person is evil. Evil warlord. Next thing you know, up in Nigeria. You see what I'm saying? And this is why we, we naturally gravitate towards black people more, because I agree with everything he said the last 15 minutes. He's just, he's, he's anti-war, which... I agree yeah, with. I'm anti-war too. They do be sending the poor people to the front lines. Yeah, we can we can fuck off with the war. And uh -huh. I don't want to go fight a war. No, fuck no. I'm, now, I'm not killing someone. Once again, we got to get them a better word than cracker. It just doesn't hurt enough. It doesn't sting the way it should. Yeah. They 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 starved them for ten years. Wait a minute. Oh, you gonna starve a person for ten years? And then you gonna tell me you trying to free them? You care about a person now? You starve these people for ten fucking years. We needed the oil, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, you want to pay more for gas? It's fucking four dollars a gallon now. He takes the bus. Iraqi freedom, and I'm supposed to buy this shit. 
700 million they found yesterday. 700 million what? Dollars. Oh, they did? Oh, see? In, yeah. in one of Sodom's uh, palaces. Right. They now, this shit, we gonna get into all of that. They, they, Man, this really is some pre prime Alex Jones stuff. 2003, he is the only other motherfucker talking about this shit. I like how he just learned about it and then was like, oh, we're going to get into all that. <laughs> As if he had already planned it when he clearly just learned about it 10 seconds ago. I think the liquor's kicking in and he's just rolling with the punches. I don't think it's fair that he got to indulge while the rest of the audience remains sober. I like to think everyone pre-game. A billion dollars in food. But yeah, to be con Operation Iraqi Freedom bullshit, two thousand three is pretty progressive. It is. It's it's uh, ahead of its time. Yeah. Okay. I know we gave Korea a bunch of food. I didn't either. Granted, we were 11 when this came out, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was too young to know about Operation Iraqi Freedom being bullshit. I mean, yeah, we had just seen the towers go down. It was the first trauma for our generation. I kind of liked it. We got the day off school. Yeah, I mean, I had to fucking get up way early because they had fucking turned the news on. My mom was like, I gotta go to work. <laughs> the enemy don't lie. Some of the time, the enemy lies... All the time. Amen, brother. Now, these things are not about no nuclear capability. They're not about no war. It's not about none of that. The head of Korea is friends with Bush. Just like <laughs> Saddam and Hussein is friends with Bush. You want to find Saddam Hussein? Saddam Hussein? He was gone a month before the shit was going to He's probably in the doggone White House somehow. I had my milk on this, my name on this milk carton. Who done drunk my milk? <laughs> <laughs> Who done drunk my milk? Wag your dog. They tell you any war that's going to come on, it's going to be brought to you by NBC, CNN, or whatever. That's true. So all that, you can't go with none of that. Korea is a part of the United States government, and they tell them, <laughs> tell their leaders what to do. This is how the game goes. The Koreans are telling the black people what to do. They're part of the U.S. government. Shit. Anything that is done based on policy, policy to George Bush. George Bush's job is about as important as yours. He has a boss just like you do. If you don't know the game, the top technology of power, which is the Illuminati handbook, tells you that our ability hey, to the Illuminati handbook. Yeah, sure. I, I kind of like how the white supremacists had, like, literature. They pass out of gun shops. I guess the Illuminati, maybe at their Mason meetings, they, they have a, a pamphlet they would hand out. I got to get my hands on this book. Uh, it might be a Dr. Bobby Hemet original. Oh. <laughs> it might be. This might have been printed on one of those weird, like, corrugated 90s printers. Brother Bobby wrote that himself? I think so. I stole this, brother, from the meeting. This is uh, in the days when you could just make up shit and no one could really fact check you. No, not unless they knew how to use the internet. Yeah. Anybody that we put before you is not running things. So when you see the person in Korea, that is not the person who's dictating policy. And, he, and, 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 and Saddam Hussein, all of them on the payroll. Everyone oh. says this, but they you never... They're all on the payroll. So they the, never really say who's actually running it. Well, it's just a they. Yeah, it's just the, the inclusive they. It's the, the mysterious... 
Well, them. that's why the deep state was a convenient name because it gave the they a name. Wasn't that uh, the John Ronson book about conspiracies? Wasn't that just called them? I think I it mean, was probably they or them, something like that. It's a good book, but yeah, it's look, it's so, a bunch of different conspiracy theorists who all blame a sort of nebulous them. All the people involved in conspiracies are non-binary. They prefer <laughs> to be called they and them. That's how they identify <laughs> themselves. Wow, they really they started this whole gender thing. Yeah, that's they're they're trying to make the frogs gay, folks. Saddam Hussein invented gender queer <laughs> <laughs> with the United States government. He was taking the money, bras. They got to have enemies. You see what I'm saying? So that's one reason why niggas ought to grow up and not go fight wars. Because you're gonna kill yourself. I feel like I'm at a Black Panther meeting. Like for the Vietnam era. If you sprinkle in a little aliens, yeah. And he said, well, he said Saddam Hussein is in with it. We've been knowing this for years. And some movie out. Now, he definitely got this from Alex Jones. He keeps citing movies. Well, movies are real. Bow up. So we can go over and fight a war. You understand? That's how this thing is. But it has nothing to do with oil. That's another thing. You gotta start thinking on an advanced level. Preach, brother. If it's logical, rational, and it fits in the paradigm of what you think it is, throw it out. Ah, so the oil's too logical. Yeah, it's too simple. In the mystery schools, is never accept the apparent. Okay. So we're in the Illuminati mystery schools now. There's something else behind that. We're crossing into more familiar territory. Ah, it's a spiritual war. With nothing that they're giving you, because they bombed them into the Stone Ages ten years ago. They didn't. Oh, wow. So okay. They they, they like a spiritual war, and we're going to get to the crux of this. They don't exist anymore. So you can understand what's going down. And this is about you. I think he's implying that we already pillaged their you. land and took the oil. So at this point, there's nothing actually left there. It's just a spiritual war. I guess that. You now, know I don't what? know whose spirit we're fighting for. Look at the screen and look at what time this was recorded. You want, you want to read that for the folks? It's uh, April 20th, 2003 at 1.41 p.m. I thought this was at night. I mean, by the time he finishes, it will be. I wonder if this is a weekday. I'll let it keep rocking while I try and find a, uh, a calendar from 2003. You see what I'm saying? So you got to understand. Bush has nothing to do with it. This man was an idiot. Bush didn't knock the ta- down ago, the towers. It was you. Yeah, you know, tell the truth. After the, the building blows up, he becomes the smartest man on the planet. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say he's that. I don't think anybody was giving Bush IQ beat. points. All right, now they're, they're good. This is, uh, it was a Sunday. April 20th, 2003 was a Sunday. So they're at church. They're keeping the Sabbath day holy. Okay, I, I can deal with that. It's okay to be drunk at 1.30 on a Sunday. It's church. What else you can do? Right after he won the election... To be a great orator after 9-11. I don't know, Bobby. I don't think anybody thought he became a great orator. No. you got to understand what's going down. Let's go into a question and answer right quick. What the fuck are you talking about, brother? <laughs> Where's the libations? <laughs> yeah. Why are you hogging the libations? Yeah. Uh, we can't hear the question. The stress has nothing but two things. The stress has nothing to do with uh, the physical war. Ultimately, the stress has to do with a spiritual warfare. 
They were supposed to go in that area and try to shut down certain things uh-huh. spiritually. Spiritually. Uh, the distress was that they lost that. Other hard black dudes dying of his spiritual war. They're not spiritual enough. Oh. They've lost the spiritual war. Oh, okay. Now, who was it we were listening to? Was it Kerry Cassidy who did say there were stargates in Iraq? Yeah, that's been one that's been around because it's, uh, I mean, it's one of the most ancient cities we got over there. So, yeah, there's uh, stargates in, like, I don't know. So, I wonder if that's what he's... Mesopotamia or some shit. If that's what he's going for is that's like, a sacred land and we're being sent over there to fight a spiritual war. That could be possible. He does Over believe some, in the, like, aliens and stargates. He subscribes to the stargate shit. Okay. We're going to go into that. I'm going ahead of myself. We're going to go, in, go into that. And it got greater. Also, the distress could very well be a job well done because we know that they were supposed to annihilate a certain amount of black soldiers. Uh-huh. That's why you never saw them mostly on TV. And that's why they took that puppet out of everything. I love the people agreeing with him. He just says something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just why I like going to black movie theaters, because whenever they get a good line, I'm like, mm-hmm, that's right. They, they, they're they an interactive group, they're the which best. I appreciate. They the like to be part of the experience. The Brigadier General. Brooks. You know what I'm saying? The Brigadier General. They, get, they got him out there. That's all by design. You see what I'm saying? What's that? Mm-hmm. Talk louder. Yeah. Yeah, put a little yeah, oomph in your voice. Say the one thing for I'm going to go into all of that. Uh, the, uh-huh. the second geometry is they got a Sidonia on Mars. Oh, sacred geometry. Oh, okay. Uh, Speaking of David. Mars, city on the edge forever. Richard Holden. That was the white guy that was on the tape the other night. Had a book, <laughs> Monuments on Mars. And the, the Sedona complex, which is a, a, a sphinx on Mars, when they do, when they put the grid, when they, when they, when they, when they, when they <laughs> the he got lost a little bit on that sentence. When you, when you, when you, when you. A little too many uh, blessings on those libations. Yeah, Someone had to smack him in the back to, to get the stutter away from him. He's also the god of war. That's a form of Horus, hey, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. He's also a god, a god of war, also. What yeah, he loves also? Egypt. Okay. Yeah. I heard Air Force. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. The, the whole complex is Sidonia, the Mars thing and all. So that, that has a lot to do, uh, do with it. Uh, I think he was asking about the Air Force going to Mars. No, oh, that makes sense. And do the research and, and try to give you uh, a whole analysis on what it is and lay it down on tape. So give me some more questions. What's that, sister? Uh, yeah, the eyes are particularly crazy at the moment. Yeah. He's got wild eyes. And he's also, he's doing this thing where he's leaning over the table. He's, yeah. he's in a very aggressive stance, almost like a three-point stance a lineman would get into before rushing. Yeah, he's like he's D-tackle. Yeah. Yeah, right. And in the panel four, he came out in uh, episode 9, one, not episode 9, seven, yeah. underwater cameras. Oh, underwater cameras. Oh, she's talking about the pyramids off Japan, I think. Okay. Yes, there's pyramids all over the planet. They say there's 50 pyramids in Iraq. There's 50 there's pyramids in Iraq. Uh, there is a lot of sand. Pyramid has 80 that they'll tell you about. <laughs> they'll tell you about. Um, this is the mystery on Atlantis. <laughs> wow, okay. I wasn't expecting that. I That's, told you, uh, he, he gets all the hits. He knows his facts. I'm noticing something, though, is sometimes he seems a little taken aback by a question. And he's, 
won't admit he doesn't know the answer because I think it would make him look weak in front of his flock. I mean, he's a master. You so, can't not know things. I guess that's true. If you're going to claim to be a master yeah. Jedi of the esoteric, you can't you can't have your audience showing you up because yeah. he didn't really talk about what she asked. He flipped the question and be like. Yeah, there's tons of pyramids. I mean, Alex does that sometimes when he's interviewing someone. They try to sound smarter, and he is like, oh, yeah, you know, I knew about that. I yeah, I, talk I, about already, that yeah, I had sources confirm that to me as well. I got the article right here. <laughs> oh, shit. And all of that area is a part of the southern Atlantis, you know, Bermuda Triangle, but also the Aegean Sea, which is a part of the southern Atlantis near Mesopotamia. So what's going on here? All right, there's, there's our Mesopotamia. There's, there's two Atlantises? One yeah, mass. cool. As Brother Hawking Bay also told you yesterday. And so, how can you get Atlantis being on one part? They even got Atlantis being near Australia when they talk about Lemuria. There's three Atlantises. It was all one <laughs> landmass. And then that one landmass, parts of it sunk. Oh, they there was like an Atlantis Pangea that yeah. broke up. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. I can dig so that. And parts of it sunk. So, actually, Atlantis is not only... Um, Near, near, near in, in the east, in the GMC, they, they got things, but off the coast of Bimini, as well as um, in, 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 in uh, West South America, as well as um, Cuba and all that, but they found... That's a big-ass fucking Atlantis. It was I think it just upped the number to five Atlantises. That is unbelievable. Which it was an empire. <laughs> so as a result, they have to... Oh, he's breaking out his literature. Open up Cuba because they want to get up in there. So all of a sudden, now Cuba is being opened up to the west. Oh, we opened up Cuba well, to get to Atlantis. Just about. Makes sense. Uh, not so much with the citizens, but you can get over there. That's why we were trying to kill uh, Fidel. Because he had control of Atlantis, uh-huh. and we can learn about our alien DNA. You know what he was going to do with those but nukes? They open up Cuba. Blow up Atlantis? going to blow up Atlantis. But if Atlantis already fell apart and it just created more Atlantises, kind of like... Uh, Splitting a cell, like a, a Atlantis mitosis occurred. Yeah, pretty much. If you nuked it underwater, would it not just form into additional Atlantises? That's an interesting question. Can Atlantis be destroyed? It's a magical entity, right? Like, if there's a group of people existing underwater in a magic city, I would assume they have additional powers they could summon to. Now, I don't know if he's implying that there's people there currently, but it could be the technology is still there. Which is keeping, I don't know, the land intact of some sort. If he's implying anyone's there, it's black people. That's true. There's no way. They don't know how to swim. They'd sink to the bottom. That's, we learned that from him, too. Yeah. Maybe that's why they can't swim. They don't need to. <laughs> they, they originally could breathe underwater. Yeah. It all well, makes sense. Been coming out, um, a lot of books that's been coming out based on Apollo. Apollo is the last. Did he mean Apollo system. or Apollo? It comes from. And to Apollo Ono. <laughs> big into speed skating. That would have been right in his prime. Whoa, we just used miscegenation. That's, uh, so he's not a fan of race mixing. I mean, no, the melanin. That's true. It, it would ruin the music if we yeah. <laughs> allowed the races to mix, I guess. Now, Motown I, would fuck it up even worse. I would argue they'd be melanating people who need it. Yeah, wouldn't that... Once again, wouldn't you be spreading the magic? I would. Or are you just diluting the magic in his world? I guess you'd be cutting it. You're stepping on the, the coke. But if you keep putting more melanin in it, eventually you'll you'll balance it in your favor. It's uh it's hard to follow. Like the... if you if you married a black chick, right, and then your kid fucked a black chick, 
You'd, right, you'd I see what you're saying. You're compounding increasing. blackness. Yeah, it would build up. If they kept doing that, like five generations yeah, from you, now, you'd get rid of white people. I'd be that. I'd be. I'd look like Bob Marley's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now there'd be like a real big uh, influx of light-skinned black folk, but it's better than white people, I guess. Uh, More musical. So many words. Um, race in the aspect of too many people using it as a religion. So Paulo is the last one. Ooh. Did I hear that right? Did he just say rape is a religion? Uh, that's what it sounded like, but I'm going to assume we misheard it because that doesn't make much sense. Hold on. This is why we got the the real one. And, and uh, in so many words, um, rape in the aspect of too many people using it as a religion. So I think he meant aspect of a religion. I think he just didn't finish his sentence. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he's not saying rape is a religion. I'm going to assume that's a not. bad religion. <laughs> I believe if I understood it correctly, he was implying rape is too much a part of the religion. And perhaps he means rape in the broader spectrum. Like they're, they're raping the people. They're raping the villages, not, not uh, physical rape. Not I any mean, physical rape. Zeus <laughs> rapes a lot of people in his mythologies. And I guess so did the Catholic Church. So maybe he's got a point. I mean, yeah, rape was a functional tool at a certain era. Rape is religion. I'm going to get that there it shirt. Is. There it is. Apollo is New the merch. Last one. We couldn't find anything on Apollo before, but one little book, and now all of a sudden these books on Apollo is coming out. This is the book on Apollo by Baba Raul. Baba Raul. Hello. That book looks to be approximately 10 pages long. Well, he didn't say it was thorough. He's holding. Almost a translucent book. It is like a long pamphlet. It Maybe is, it's a short story. It's shorter than some menus I've seen. It's a novella. Yes. Canizaris or Canizaris. Baba, B-A-B-A, Raul, R-A-U-L, Canizaris. And it's the book on Apollo. This is the strongest stuff left on the planet. It's the book on Apollo. <laughs> He's talking about it's the booze on the table. Brazilian Apollo Primer. All this stuff... This stuff just got translated in August. Oh, listen to that 2003 ringtone. Soldier boy up in the <laughs> Couldn't give an audience mic? No. I don't even know who Paulo is, to be honest. Me neither. By Kingpin, does he mean the villain from Spider-Man? That's the only Kingpin I'm aware of. He's probably a DC guy. That little book is $22? The other one's only $4, though, so it kind of equals out. You know, it's 13 bucks a book if you buy them both together. Yeah, you get a median in savings. You can read it in 13 minutes, too, but dollar a minute. It's like a phone sex hotline. The audio book is underwhelming. <laughs> Chapter 1, the end. www.originalpub.com <laughs> OriginalPub.com. Original publication is the name of the book company. Oh. Toll free number 188. <laughs> He's just reading the helpline. He's got Phil eight hours. That's true. Yeah, Maybe we should start doing this. Give me your business card. I'm going to read all your contact <laughs> info. In, in, uh, in, in, in English in August. And um, uh, God, I hope so I can find his contact about, info. Uh, I hope he still lies. He's got a Patreon, so I assume so. It could be his ghost, though. But he does look like the Beaties might get him. He could have entered the turkey hiding phase of his life. Seems like he's going to have to walk around with the Snickers in his pocket for the rest of his life. How 
How to use the power of darkness. Does he mean dark skin or dark magic? Or both, perhaps. He maybe, is into occult shit. Maybe he's trying to flip it and he's taking it and be like, no, this is black magic because of black skin. His bio did say, like, black esoteric shit. Yeah, no, he's into so, dark arts and stuff. He's got some other videos where he talks about dark arts. So maybe, I, I suppose black and darkness could be a, a bit of a double entendre here. That's interesting because black people are usually very skeptical of magic. Black people typically don't fuck with Satan, like, yeah. at all. Yeah, Satan and magic freaks him out. I've never met a black Satanist. No. That's no. pure white boy shit. Yeah, that's white people stuff. I'm the only one with fucking Satanist books on my bookshelf. Well, we had to do the research. Yeah, those were also short books. Yeah, I mean, they're not a long-winded people. They don't have actual doctrine. All this magic is, it's really just a ruse to sell books. I mean, Really yeah. short books. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to come out with more magic spell books. Yeah, if you just break a 100-page book down into 10 10-page pamphlets and sell them for 13 bucks a piece. Nissan, Apollo, Toyota, <laughs> Apollo. O-D-S-K-Y, Gary Bronski, how to use the powers Gary of Bronski? A book of shadows. And he looked like Kenny Barberino. This Harry Potter and the Chamber <laughs> of Secrets. Looks like an Italian, but it's a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like an in Italian, here, but it's a Cuban. Lot, you know, the Yoruba, they used to have, you have the voodoo and have your babies. The babies are these symbols, you see. They put on the floor, with, on, on, you know, the babies, they put on the cornmeal and they put... The I have no idea what you're talking the, about, Bobby. The babies on the cornmeal, what? Do you say babies or veves? I heard veve. Something's on the cornmeal. A veve. Uh... All right, so they the dark magic has fucked with our cornmeal. I guess so. What are we gonna? What do we even use cornmeal for? I don't even know what the fuck. Frosted flakes. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of is General Mills cereals. Yeah, General Mills, General uh -oh. Army. Uh -oh. They're sending black people to die in the, the cereal wars. The Brigadier General is fighting <laughs> over Cheerios. But what happened was Captain Crunch is manning the navy. <laughs> Iraqi freedom from breakfast. <laughs> Oh, I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, I didn't know anybody could do this like David. The problem is I'm familiar enough with David's style and the content he covers that I can I can follow I can, yeah, the jumps. Fill in the, the, the breaks, but uh, I don't know what the fuck any of this is. It seems like Veves is like a slang for something, but I don't think he... Yeah, I don't know the term. I know Richard Hoagland, and I know the ancient mystery schools. I thought he was Everything gonna... else has been uh, a foreign language to me. I was going to think, like, maybe he's referencing, like, the Vedic texts, but I don't... That's, I've never heard that's anybody... not a bad guess. I've never heard anyone call him Veves. <laughs> no, I, this is the first time for me. <laughs> I had a big book on Veves. A big, thick book on about two, three hundred Veves. A Veves, a sigils. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, okay, magic, Sigils. signs, all right, all right. signs and symbols, okay. A couple of years ago, but it was all in Spanish. <laughs> and that's what I'm... Uh, and I can't read that shit. Uh, the one that does the cell cleansers and all that. Um, uh, Lisa Lopez got killed because of him. Um, Wait, is he talking Dr. about Third Sabe. Eye? Dr. Sabe was saying... Oh, Dr. Sabe. ...that area, and they got thousands of books revering the black people... And they think highly of the black man, all in Latin America, but none of this stuff never gets translated into English. Word. So I got a big, thick book on Veves. Frank and might know this dude. It's all in Spanish. It's possible. Some of it in Portuguese. We got to reach out to our you black Israelite contacts. Yeah. Brother Frank. Up in, in, in this particular 
in this particular book. It's just interesting how... Now, he was definitely just talking about Lisa no Third Eye Lopez, right? Oh, that's why that name sounded familiar. Yeah, that's why I was saying, before he mentioned Dr. Less Sebi. Eye Lopez, not Third Eye. Excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> that, but yeah. That'd be way funnier. Lisa Third, <laughs> the, the woke version of TLC. That was her first name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he said Lisa Lopez, and I was like, weird that he's not calling her by her stage name, but For that's originally, 2003, because that was what, right around the plane crash? Yeah. Uh, that she was, was what, late 90s? Yeah, well, when she burned down the house, she burned, I think the house burned down might have been early 2000s. Okay. I think yeah. she might have crossed into this millennium before she uh, got taken out in the plane crash. All right, that makes the reference a little more topical. Between Cuba and Las Vegas was this. <laughs> Please enlighten Las us. Las Vegas was in a desert, but it Still didn't is. have any spiritual stuff going on with it. When, when they had the gambling and the vice and all that. Uh-huh. Anytime you got gambling, vice, prostitution, it's very spiritual. Right. Anything the church tells you about the against is very spiritual. You got the damn. Anything the church says, don't do it. That's the spirit that they're taking out of it. Right. Oh, so he's saying, do your vices, because that's your spirit. That is a satanic idea. That's, We're very religious, apparently. That, yeah, I've been religious my entire life. That's uh, that's a very book of Satan idea. Is to like indulge in your vices, because why the fuck not? It's also a very block party idea. I, if, all right, uh, if I were to run a cult, I would want everyone drunk, drunk and tied up in their vices because when they bought them out, it's easier to remold them into whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. You get them drunk and high. They're usually pretty easy to manipulate. So if you really do cause a rock bottom in a bunch of people's lives and then you use your platform to build them back up. There's your cult. Yeah. There you go. They're going to be loyal. You saved them. So that might be, were he trying to start a cult that's not a bad angle now i don't know how you do that because black people are also very skeptical of cults because that's white people shit too you would think but uh, the people in this room i would argue are kind of in a cult there's got to be a few unique ones i mean the five percenters yeah they're kind of a cult i mean there's there hasn't been a uh like jonestown style cult that i'm aware nah, of nah but it's cults under the guise of uh a religious entity. I'll fucking join this dude's cult. This dude rules. In a second. Yeah. Y'all want to challenge me on this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's just threatening the audience. I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> you think I don't know what so I'm talking about, brother? So, Vegas had the gambling, but they didn't have the spiritual aspect. In Cuba, you got Santeria, you got Europa. I gotta work this guy into our intro song. You got Opia, which is another West African Form, and you got Palo. Uh-huh. And you got Macumba. So you have oh, Macumba, not Matumba. Oh, okay. They got a whole black civilization. See, we're getting there. At the There's end a of, whole black so civilization in Cuba? In sure, why not? Word. You see what I'm saying? Some and of the so ones they send over here for baseball do kind of look black. That's true. That's true. Yasiel Puig's pretty black. Sammy Sosa looked black at one point. Now he looks. Uh, now he, he looks like Chappelle's news character. You want to talk about someone who looks like an alien? Late fifties, early sixties. Now you do the math. Because remember now, any enemy of American government, isn't it interesting that all of the enemies always was America's boy, Wendell Castro, America's boy, boy Did we ever like Castro? Mm, maybe when he played baseball. Didn't Kennedy just spend like his entire presidency trying to kill Castro? But remember, whatever the media is telling you is a lie. Oh, right, right, right. Castro was actually good. Oh, he was a black man? Probably. Okay. 
he pop up a new videotape, you know, just like a new movie. <laughs> they can't get him. He's at the casino. She been a lot of children with him. Who's the dog party? Go, go for this. You see what I'm saying? I do now, see what you're saying. When I was flying up here, they showed the day that they were pulling down the statue of Saddam Hussein. That same day, <laughs> somewhere in I remember North, that video. North yeah, it's a good one. Saddam Hussein was chilling. But yet, they said the war is over. Now, wait a minute. Hold on now. See, they're playing with your mind. The war was this definitely not over. It's still going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 17 years later, the war is still not over. 18 years at this point, actually. Yeah, excuse me, 18. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a few months away from the 18th anniversary. Which I guess is technically, if you count, count it from the Gulf War, we've pretty much been there 30 years. I mean, yeah, this uh, we're we're 21 deep in just this round. <laughs> this is a this is a long. This is a title fight. This is a this marathon. goes for full 15. Yeah. My point here is, you're supposed to start watching. No, we gonna fight this war until we find a bone. A bone? <laughs> I mean, you don't want against the whole international community. Did right, he mean to say right. bomb? No, I think he's referring to like we just got to find something to justify why oh, we were there. Oh, dog needs to find a bone. Okay, right. It was a you know a metaphor. A metaphor. I get it. Like, 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 he gonna be chilling on a restaurant. Cold word is after you, and you chilling in a restaurant. I don't mean, believe this shit. He is a dictator. <laughs> but I knew when they went up in there, they wasn't gonna get him. That's the object. It's you know, getting hard to understand him sometimes. That one sentence was like, he just said five words in one. Still hasn't poured the libations. Nope. That's gonna be a hell of a cliffhanger for when we eventually get back to him. In hour two, will Bobby Hammett pour the libations? Because the element to the United States government is always the American people. Yes. Yes. Amen, Brother Bobby. Always the American people. Yes. So, you know how they, they, they can't destroy no damn enemy? You know what I'm saying? They got, you know, he can pop up 10 years later. Yeah. And they can make more money off that shit and kill more people. <laughs> Voice is breaking. All right. That was uh, hour one of apparently nine. Yeah, nine. Nine. Uh, a whole lot going on there. Brother Bobby did not disappoint. No, he really, he brought he brought the comedy in the, in the first half hour here, and then uh, he transitioned into a bunch of just utter nonsense yeah. in the back half. Some real weird diatribes he on was, uh, the he f- foundations of our reality. He was throwing out topics and not explaining them at all. Maybe he drank most of the libations beforehand. I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the weird 10-minute prayer that occurred <laughs> where he poured water in a crock pot and yeah. shouted the names of deities for a few minutes. Yeah, I do feel like we, we missed out a little bit on that because we didn't know what the response was supposed to be. Now, yeah, I would have liked to participate. He didn't really wait for them to respond as he was chanting, but yeah, it was a <laughs> hell of a list. Well, if he had waited for them to respond, we'd still be sitting there listening to their prayer. Now, I also like him flipping the script and doing the Q&A first. And throughout, he he yeah. threw to the Q and A three times. I think he might be trying to buy time until the guy shows up with his blackboard. Ah, uh, that would make sense. He's got to be writing his shit down. Yeah, which I think would greatly help the clarity of a lecture like that. He needs PowerPoint. I mean, he's gonna get really hard to understand here if the libations is coming out because he's already yelling like four words at a time. We're uh. We're we're leaving it on a cliffhanger. We got a few open storylines here. We we opened up Mark Richards last week, week before. Mm-hmm. Last week, yep. 
Okay, we got space. Space Weirdo Friday is we're expanding. We're gonna have to keep track of this. We got thirteen more parts of Mark Richards. We Woo. got eight more parts of just this series of talks from Bobby Hemet, who mm-hmm. we will one hundred percent be going back to. I don't care if the audience likes it. I oh, like it. Oh, his, and his he has an entire catalog on YouTube. So we'll, everything, everything. We've got a lot to learn about black conspiracy theories. We could really carve out a niche for ourselves. Well, and they also like intellectual black people tend to like us. It uh, it's a weird is a weird niche, but they tend to like us because we fucking don't trust nobody either. We've talked about it before. They're just more they're more fun to be around than white conspiracy theorists. Yeah, David's not gonna get drunk in the middle of one of his speeches. No, no, David's never got drunk with us and told us about the super volcano that was coming to kill us all. Yeah, or shown us his nunchucks. Yeah, we've had some good times yeah. with black conspiracy theorists. Yeah, they're rad. Fucking, and now we got Bobby over here talking about how uh, his ghost mother is trying to fucking turn <laughs> his TV off and shit. Not before hiding the turkey. That dude really talked for 15 minutes about how his mother used to hide turkeys under the bed and he would steal her money from her money bras. He, he sure did. That was a hell of a set. That was a killer set. I'm going to be honest. He should, go, he should move to Austin. He, he can be part of a new comedy scene. <laughs> With Joe Rogan? Yeah. Fucking hell. All right. Uh, I'm off to go decompress slowly so as I, I don't get the bends from all this new information <laughs> I got to process. I might have to go fucking scroll through more of these uh, videos. Yeah, I got, some, uh, I got some learning to do. All right. Hootie hoop. Mamba out. Okay, we're good. Caught myself almost forgetting something. We did. Uh, we promised someone that we'd be playing some of their music. This is uh, Doc King Cole. The song we're going to be playing is 127 Echo. He's Doc King Cole on Spotify, Doc King Cole on YouTube. One of our uh, diehards. Yeah, if you you like what you hear, go check it out. 